Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. for the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Ohio Silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Hey, big fellow. Hey, On the night of October 13th, 1864, General Sheridan's army was camped in the low hills surrounding Winchester, Virginia. No lights were visible, and the only sounds were chirping crickets, the occasional whinny of restless cavalry horses, and the measured tread of a sentry. Apparently, the army that was destined to meet the forces of General Early at Cedar Creek displayed no signs of life. Yet, in one of the smaller tents and by the shaded glow of a bullseye lantern, a tall, blue-coated trooper was trimming his beard. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Just about right, I'd say. Look enough like the lieutenant to fool anybody, <laughs> even myself. Uh, where's that sword and dispatch case? Sit. Uh, yeah. uh, if this don't get me through, nothing will. 
Hogan's the only one to worry about, and we'll soon know what he thinks. <laughs> Better get out of here. Oh, advance to be Never mind, Hogan, just routine inspection. Oh, Lieutenant Beecher. Excuse me, sir. For a minute, I didn't recognize well, you. Well, that's all right. Uh, wait a minute. You ain't the lieutenant. You're Private Ansel Kane, the lieutenant's orderly. What's the idea? It's a gun that's prodding your ribs, you understand? No, I don't. How come you're wearing that sword? Your beard didn't used to be short like Lieutenant Beecher's. As far as you're concerned, I am Beecher. But what... I look enough like him to get through the lines. That's all I care about. The way you've got yourself rigged up now, I'd almost swear you were his twin brother. Good. But I don't get it. Which way are you heading? Over the hill and west. All right, Kane. I ain't arguing with a gun in my ribs. But I never figured you for a deserter. You'll figure any way you want to. As long as I get a horse and get out of here. How about it? Sure. I'll help you leave. With my bayonet, you dirty yellow little you, coyote. I'll shoot you. Sir, I... Lieutenant Beecher, I received your port, Lieutenant. Very unfortunate affair. What's the man's name? Kane, sir. Private Ansel Kane. He was my orderly. You have an excellent record, Lieutenant. Wounded at Gettysburg, weren't you? Yes, sir. You know, I had planned to recommend a captaincy for you. Well, thank you, General. Well, now, in view of your negligence, I'm forced to withdraw my recommendation. Well, the desertion of Private Kane wasn't my fault, sir. Well, not directly. But your carelessness was a contributing factor. I'm sorry, Lieutenant. Very well, sir. It's a shame. And in one way, a little ironic. I don't understand. Here's a newspaper. Copy of the New York Tribune last week. Picture of you on the front page. Of me, sir? Pretty good, too. One of those artists must have drawn it while you were home on leave. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember now. But it's the item underneath the picture that's ironic. I haven't seen it, sir. Well, I'll read it. It says Lieutenant Fred H. Beecher, nephew of Henry Ward Beecher. The young lieutenant is making a name for himself with the Federal Army in Shenandoah Valley. It's a good thing this paper was printed last week, before the lieutenant's carelessness was so evident. I... I think I know what you mean, sir. Good. That's all, Lieutenant. Four years passed, the Civil War ended, and the spring of 1868 found Lieutenant Beecher serving under Colonel George Forsyth at Fort Harker, Kansas. It was early in March of that year when a country storekeeper in a small town near the Colorado border waited on a grave-faced Indian. Coffee, sugar, and bacon. Well, is there anything else, Injun? No. No, that's all. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, me, me pay. Well, thanks. Guess you can chuck all that stuff in your saddlebags, can't you? Uh-huh. Oh, now, now, wait a minute. I'll, I'll wrap that slab of bacon for you. Uh, let's see. I mean, I'll wrap it if I can find some paper around here. Oh, right, here, here. Here's an old newspaper. That'd be all right? Huh. Yep, it's old all right. Copied New York Tribune while the war was still going on. Now, look at that headline. Sheridan and Shenandoah Valley. 
And here's a picture of a young army officer who... Well, I'll be a war-eyed tree-toad. What do you know about that? Oh, me not savvy. Well, it wouldn't mean anything to you, Injun. But you see that picture of that soldier on the front page of this paper? Huh? It says he's Lieutenant Fred Beecher, nephew of Henry Ward Beecher. Oh, you know him? No, but he stopped here in my store not over three days ago. Yes, sir, that's him, all right. Recognize the picture. Funny, him being an army lieutenant and the nephew of a famous preacher. He came in here with two of the toughest-looking gents I've ever seen. <laughs> I thought they might be outlaws or something. Uh, you say feller looked like outlaw? Well, no, not him especially, but... Uh, three feller? Sure, there was three of them. Why? Uh, you wrapped bacon and paper. <clears throat> Me go now. Why, sure, Injit. Now, here you are. Uh-huh. Oh, Scott, oh, fella, oh, 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 fella, oh. Okay. Came back in a hurry, Toto. Uh, get the supplies. Toto get something else. Well, what do you mean? Maybe cut new sign on Outlaw We Trail. And so Caney's bunch? Uh, Tell me what you found. See newspaper? Fuller in store use it to wrap bacon. Yes, but it's an eastern paper and it's almost four years old. See picture of soldier there? You mean Lieutenant Beecher, nephew of... Why, Toto, that's a picture of Ansel Kane, the outlaw. Ah. Uh. But no, it can't be unless... A feller in store say him stop in there two, three day ago. Other outlaw with him. It was Kane. The other men are Kip Miller and Charlie Rand. Ah. Uh. Sheriff in Dodge City said they headed this way. What puzzles me is this picture of Lieutenant Beecher. Maybe soldier and outlaw, same feller. That's possible, but... Well, there's one short way to find out. Yes, sir. Uh, what do we do? I know Colonel Forsyth at Fort Harker, said he, big fella. Maybe he can tell us something about Lieutenant Beecher. Uh-huh. Come on, Silver. Get him up, scout. Mistaken, Colonel, but I wanted to check to be sure. I don't blame you. May I see the newspaper you spoke about? Certainly, here it is. Well, well this is Beecher. Yes, He's I know, here but... He's here now. Been here for the past six months. Wait a minute. Beecher, Lieutenant Beecher. Yes, sir. Lieutenant, I want you to meet two good friends of mine. Yes, sir, I... Oh, excuse me. I didn't expect to see a masked man. Well, don't worry about the mask. You've heard me mention the Lone Ranger many times. I want you to meet him. The Lone Ranger? I'm glad to know you, Lieutenant. Well, thank we you. We have I... a puzzle here that you may be able to solve. Puzzle, sir? There's an outlaw gang operating in this territory headed by a man who looks exactly like you. His name is Ansel Kane. Have you ever Kane? seen him? I certainly do know him. He was my orderly during the war until he deserted just before the Battle of Cedar Creek. Well, an army deserted. That explains it, then. <laughs> Resembling an outlaw almost got you into trouble, Lieutenant. He did that a long time ago. What do you mean? Well, in order to get through the lines, he trimmed his beard like mine, then stole my sword and dispatch case while I was asleep. General Sheridan said I was negligent and refused to recommend a promotion. Hadn't it been for Ansel Kane, my rank would be much higher by this time. I see. Thanks for the information, Lieutenant. Kane's in this part of the country, and I'll keep searching till I find him. Adios. Uh, 
Kip, hold that looking glass still. This beard trimming job's got to be done right. Oh, what difference is it? Well, make? hold it still. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's about right. Sure. What's the idea of getting all slicked up just to do a job on a little country store? Don't make <laughs> sense to me. Now, listen, Kip. You too, Charlie. I've steered you on Burry's right so far, ain't I? Yeah, but when you put on an army uniform, trim your beard, and start wearing a sword, I'm blamed if I don't think you've gone local. Well, I've got my reasons. Yeah? What are they? Fort Harker's only about ten miles from here. There's a first lieutenant over there who's a spitting double for me. Especially when I'm rigged out like this. Uh, hand me the sword, Kip. So what does that mean? Well, I'll handle this job alone. You and Kip wait for me outside the store. The old man squawks, he'll tell the law about a first lieutenant. Not me. <laughs> you get it? Yeah, but I can't see why... All you and Charlie have to do is stand outside and make sure no other customers come in while I'm there. All right, Australia Bronx, let's go. thing to do, Tonto, is stop here in town and talk to that storekeeper. Is that a big fella? Maybe he knows which way Kane and his men headed. Uh-uh. It's pretty late. No one on the street. We'll leave the horses just here. Come on. Oh, my name's Beecher. Rode over from Fort Harker to see if... Lieutenant Beecher. Jumpin' Juniper. If that don't beat all. You... you know me? I was just talking about you this afternoon, Lieutenant. I found an old paper around here. Well, I'm glad you recognize me. Awful glad. Ansel, just spotted you on... Shut up, you... Say, what did... You've already heard too much... Sure, I heard you, local hyena. Two hombres just crossed the street and are heading this way. Well, shoot them. The cards are down now. There's no other way to play. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. As the Lone Ranger and Tonto walked toward the country store, they were wholly unaware of the trap that was waiting for them. Look, Johnny, 
The big one's wearing a mask. Yeah. And the other hombres are red skin. Where do they get a little closer and throw down? Sure. All right. Let them have it. Down, fellow. Two of them on the porch. Huh? Oh, slug caught me in the leg. The gun's empty. Give me yours, Kip. Now, the last move you'll ever make. Up with your hands, both of you. Fellow, are you hurt? Just scratch. Not hurt bad. There must be another one inside. Keep these men covered and I'll smoke him out. No, no, no. Hold your fire. I can't... Stop that gun and get your hands up. No, you got me wrong, stranger. I'm a soldier from the fort. Just happened to be in the store. Mask. Ansel Kane. How did uniform you... Uniform and all. We're in luck, Toto. Kimasabe, people come. You hear him? Yes. Hey, look, look. It's an outlaw. It's an Who's the mother tree, Jasper? There's the sheriff. Right here. Is there any more guns? Glad to out? see you, Sheriff. This is Ansel Kane and his gang. Kane? I've heard about the barman. I sure think we must have surprised him in the middle of a holdup. That's right, Sheriff. The one in the army uniform hit me over the head. He's not a soldier. The sheriff in Dodge City will identify all of these men. Yeah? I don't know what's going on here, but I'm arresting all of you till I find out. You three, keep your claws up and step over here. Come on, Toto. Is any mistake being made up? Where's the one with the mask? Well, he was here just a minute ago. Him and the engine must have vamoosed. Well, I'll be... You know, Sheriff, I think I recognize that redskin. Well, I'll trail him with a posse just as soon as I put these three behind bars. Come on, Silver. Come Early the following morning on the parade ground at Fort Harker, a troop of 50 United States cavalrymen awaited orders from their commanding officer. Ho, 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 fella. Men are anxious to get started, Colonel. Which way are we heading? Rest. Just a routine expedition, Lieutenant. I don't expect any excitement. I saw the dispatch rider from Fort Wallace going to your quarters. And when you gave the orders... The message was from Major Comden. He seems to think some Cheyennes are going on the warpath. Cheyennes, sir? Well... That means real trouble, doesn't it? Not necessarily. I think Major Carpenter's yelling before he's hurt. <laughs> Some of his native scouts probably saw a few Cheyenne teepees, so the Major's convinced are serious. He even mentioned old Chief Roman Nose. Well, if Roman Nose is mixing <laughs> war paint, it is serious. No, that old buck is too smart to start any trouble at this time of the year. Well, right as far west as the Arikari River, Lieutenant. And I'll make you an even bet we don't sight over ten Indians going or coming. Well, I hope you're right, <laughs> sir. All right, Sergeant. Stand to out! Too much for well, it isn't the sun, Colonel. I've been riding ahead with one of our scouts. I'm afraid you'll lose your bet. We just sighted a party of Indians, 40 or 50 of them. 40 or 50 Indians are nothing to get excited about. Where are they? Just side of the Arikuri River. Uh, they'll run the minute they see us. That's the trouble with Redskins. Wait and see you. And true to the Colonel's prediction, the small party of Indians did run when they saw a cavalry troop riding down upon them. What the colonel and his troopers didn't know, that a huge war party of Indians lay in ambush behind low hills not far from the river. 
It was Romano's and 2,000 Braves in war paint. What the... Wait. It's more Indians than I ever dreamed to see. Yeah, it's a trap. We're right in the middle of it. Shall we make a stand, sir? Not here. Not enough cover. That island. That island in the middle of the river. Head for that. Breastworks as soon as they can, Lieutenant. Yes, sir. Sergeant Donovan. Yes, sir. Here's the men to take the horses as far back in those cottonwoods as they can. Yes, sir. Stillwell, Mercy, Quincy. Order off, one, two, and dig in. Yes, sir. Here they come. Head on. And there's Romanos out in front. Hold your fire, Ben. Well, they reach the riverbank. Now, Fire. Lieutenant, get the whole of those devils off somewhere. Don't worry, Colonel. We'll hold them. As the hours went by that fateful afternoon, Romanos, the Cheyenne chief, hurled his warriors in repeated headlong attacks against the tiny island in the Arikari River. And although they repulsed the Indians time and again, Colonel Forsyth's troopers had suffered heavy losses. Lieutenant, how many men are left? Less than 30, sir. Most of the horses are dead, but we'll keep on. Uh, too many Indians and too few of us. That's in for help somewhere. I was just going to ask your permission, sir. If I can reach the other side of the river with one of the few horses still alive, get to Fort Wallace... This would be very dangerous. If the Redskins spot you, they'll run you down. Somebody has to try it. May I go, sir? If you do get through, go to Fort Wallace yourself. Don't send anyone else. Major Carpenter is afraid of messages. He's been tricked that way by Indians. Yes, sir, I know. I'll get through. Steady, boy. Uh, they're all depending on us, fella. We've got to make it. Get up, boy. Come on. Speaking behind me. If I can just stay ahead of him long enough to outrun him, I'll... Beecher. Here, Donald, help me. Oh, oh. I... You. How did you get here? How and I found you just a moment ago. What happened? Cheyennes. Thousands of them. Colonel Forsyth and troopers on island. A Rikari River. About five miles west of here. They're trying to get to Fort Wallace. Bring help. Indians saw me. I and... understand. Don't try to talk anymore, Lieutenant. You're seriously wounded, and I... I've got to get help. Troopers on island. Don't worry. Until now, get word to Fort Wallace. No, no, it wouldn't work. Major Carpenter, afraid of Indian tricks, might not trust you with a mask or Indian. I. He's dead, Tonto. Ah. Uh, Died trying to bring help to uh, save the... 
soldier, Connor, plenty brave. Him say Cheyenne fight soldier on island. You think... I know the place. A little island in the middle of the river, about five miles from here. Ah. Uh, we ride Fort Wallace, tell him? No. Beecher said the major at Fort Wallace might not believe us. We'll have to think of some other way to... Tonto. Uh-huh. Here, help me carry him off the trail. Uh-huh. We'll come back later and see that he gets a decent burial. Happy uh-huh. lift. Right here. Now, I'm going to take this officer's insignia off his collar. Uh, me not savvy. My idea works. We may be able to finish the job that Lieutenant Beecher started. Steady, big fella. <laughs> we ride to Fort Wallace, get soldiers. Later. First, we'll head for the town where we were last night. Come on, Silver. Get him up, scout. In the tarnation. And you won't get hurt. You're the mass critter who hated to... I hated to do that. There's no time to argue or explain. Here, Tonto, take his keys. There must uh. be a prisoner cell in the room back of us. You know what to do. Uh-huh. Uh, what the look, Kip, it's a red skin. Yeah. It was you break inside a jail engine? Me want just you. You come from. Hey, wait a minute. What's the idea? How about me and Charlie? Don't leave us. Sure, if this is a jailbreak, why don't you take you that? You move. What? The owl hooted Shane, you're an army deserter and an outlaw. You don't deserve the chance I'm giving you. You happen to be the best way to get help to some brave men. Hey, wh- what do you mean? First, I'm going to pin this officer's insignia onto a uniform that you're not fit to wear. Well, you, you must be loco. Now you're going with us to Fort Wallace. You'll ride double with Tonto. You'll tell Major Carpenter that you're Lieutenant Beecher. Beecher? How did I'll you... I'll explain the rest later. All you need to know now is that for the first time in your life, you're going to do something decent. Now listen, no owl hoot like you can make oh, me... we haven't any time to waste. How's the leg, Colonel? Any better? It's all right, as long as I don't move from this one position. Any sign of beat your troops from Fort Wallace? Not it didn't get through. You have to keep on hoping, Sergeant. How many men are left? Just ten, sir. Not counting you. Eleven against a thousand Cheyennes. If Beecher didn't, what's that? Sergeant, it's certainly like... It must be. It is, sir. Troopers of Fort Wallace. Here they come. And look at them redskin farmers turn tail. I can't reason, Sergeant. Tell me, uh, tell me what's happening. The troopers are powered through, sir. And there's Lieutenant Beecher riding in the front line. Beecher, I am glad... Yes, to... sir. He... No! Sheridan, I didn't know that I you were... just arrived. Major Carpenter has given me a full report on your battle at the Arikari. They cut us off guard. But you and the men put up one of the bravest defensive battles in the history of the Army. I'm proud of you. Thank you, General. None of us would have gotten out alive if it hadn't been for Lieutenant Beecher. He... Yes, yes, I know. The Army lost a courageous soldier. I'm sorry it happened before I had a chance to apologize. Apologize? I don't understand. A few years ago, I refused to recommend Lieutenant Beecher for promotion. I was mistaken. It's too late now for that. But I intend to see that the world never forgets his name. What do you mean, General? The ground that he, you, and the men defended so heroically will be officially marked on every map as Beecher's Island. Uh. 
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. Thank <laughs> you.